Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, August 5th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, Jonathan Tremaine Thomas moved to Ferguson five years ago. The pastor and activist wanted to play a role in the healing following the death of Michael Brown. Now, Thomas hopes reopening a popular coffee house will help with that process. We need safe, neutral spaces in the cultural climate today. Um, We need spaces uh, where people are celebrated, where their voices are elevated. Thomas speaks with St. Louis Public Radio's Holly Edgel about connecting the Ferguson community around coffee. First, the news. An attorney for Steve Stanger wants a federal court to sentence the former St. Louis County executive to roughly three years in prison. Stanger pleaded guilty this year to handing out county contracts in exchange for campaign contributions, while his attorney, Adam Fine, contended that Stanger should face punishment for his crimes. He points out that Stenger was a first-time offender and accomplished good things in the St. Louis County Executive Office and as a private attorney. Federal prosecutors want Stenger to spend close to four years in prison, citing the damage done to the public trust and his behavior while serving as county executive. Stenger will be sentenced on Friday. Members of the St. Louis County Council are mulling over how to handle medical marijuana facilities in unincorporated parts of the county. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports there is some debate about the wisdom of a buffer zone. Missouri's medical marijuana program says any related facility can have a maximum 1,000-foot buffer zone from a school, church, or daycare. But local governments can have a lower buffer zone for places that grow, manufacture, test, or sell marijuana. The County Planning Commission most recently recommended a 500-foot buffer zone for dispensaries in unincorporated St. Louis County, but not the other facilities. Councilman Tim Fitch says his GOP colleagues that control the council don't like that idea. There's no big hurry to rush into this. Uh, We want to make sure we get it right. Fitch adds that some states like Illinois have allowed places that handle medical marijuana to move into the recreational space once the drug is legalized. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Washington University is opening a Center for the Study of Race, Ethnicity, and Equity. It will concentrate on research, learning, and community engagement. Executive Director Adrian Davis says the university wants the St. Louis-based center to be a research force. We've become in some ways a research destination for trying to look at, understand, examine the intractability of problems of racism, you could say, in the United States. Missouri has been at the heart of this since before the Missouri Compromise. Davis says the center will focus on five themes, including race and politics. The center will launch in late October. Pastor and activist Jonathan Tremaine Thomas moved to Ferguson from Indianapolis in late 2014 with a mission to help the community heal. When he heard the mayor call for more business investment, he started looking for the right opportunity. He eventually found it in the popular Corner Coffee House in Ferguson, which closed a few years ago. Thomas tells St. Louis Public Radio's Holly Edgel about how he hopes the space can help with the healing five years after the death of Michael Brown. I am a pastor. 
I understand the value of tending to the spiritual needs of a community in the aftermath of unrest or um, anything traumatic, but also just the reality that the best way to see a community restored is to go to the root of what it needs most. Can you describe to people who don't know, where is the uh, Corner Coffee House located in Ferguson? The Corner Coffee House is in the the heart of the historic business district of Ferguson. Um, it's on North Florissant Avenue. That street and that particular location, the coffee house 20 years ago, was instrumental in um, spawning a new round of investment and interest in that portion of Ferguson. And so it already carries a distinction as one of the anchor spots in Ferguson. You talked about the role it played in, in the business development. What role did the coffee house play in like the social life of Ferguson? The coffee house was always a community gathering spot. The coffee house was the, the place uh, where the civic leaders would gather. Um, I've met several Uh, residents of Ferguson who said, you know, my daughter had her baby shower here. It was a place of social gathering. It was a place of exchange uh, of business ideas. It was a place for people uh, of pretty much every socioeconomic um, reality. And what are your hopes for what it will become? Well, I think that we need safe neutral spaces in the cultural climate today. Um, We need spaces uh, where people are celebrated, where their voices are elevated, and places where we can host and hold challenging conversations, but then be able to leave from those spaces with a greater understanding of one another. So we we wanna see uh, the coffee shop remain what it was in the sense of being that place of of the convergence of community uh, and culture, but also a place of creativity and a place of healing. We ultimately also want to serve really amazing coffee and and uh, and have a really successful business. what What kinds of convening will happen? What kinds of connectivity and activities will you be bringing? We are looking at some very strategic partnerships with different organizations in the community and around the city. We're also going to be hosting a a show that focuses on uh, race, ethnicity, and culture from a redemptive standpoint. Uh, And we're looking at podcasting. There's really a, a, a pretty large window of opportunity for us, and we know we can't do everything. We have to be focused, but we are wanting to build strategic programming around the life of the coffee shop um, that can ultimately empower the community. The coffee shop is going to open um, in the fall, you're hoping, and it's the fifth year since Michael Brown was killed. Is the timing of this significant? Five years later, I think there's still a lot of pain There's uh, a lot of mistrust, but I think that this gives us an opportunity removed from the emotional center of it with with some level of hindsight to be able to look and say, okay, here's what's working, here's what's not working. Let's try this. Can we create a a place that can um, be a tangible expression of how we can move forward? 
That was Jonathan Tremaine Thomas. He spoke with St. Louis Public Radio's Holly Edgel about reopening a Ferguson coffee shop to help the community move forward. Our Maria Altman edited that piece. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. If you like this podcast, tell a friend and then rate, review, and comment wherever you get your podcasts. We'd appreciate it. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.